0: Welcome to the Art and Life Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Gallegos. My intention with this experiment is to inspire hope and inspiration in your creative pursuits. Follow along as I interview artists, makers, entrepreneurs, and creatives from all walks of life. Listen while you work, listen while you create, listen while you dream up the next breakthrough idea. It's possible to make a life from your art, skill, or craft, whatever that may be. These interviews are evidence of that fact. If you enjoy what you hear, please subscribe to the show and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share this with your friends, family, and all those creative people you know out there. Now, let's dive into this concept we call creativity. welcome 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 to art and life with taylor gallegos i'm your host and we're gonna have a really fun time today so i got to interview my good friend justin coombs justin and i were roommates in italy when i got to study abroad there in 2004 we were in a little study center uh in between Florence and Rome. The place is called Santa Chiara. It was in uh, a town called Castiglione Fiorentino. And it was a study center that was an old convent, like a thousand-year-old convent. And Colorado State, where we went, and Kansas State and Texas A&M, along with a Costa Rican school, all had students there. And we had an amazing time um, the Colorado State people. We were led by the legendary Marius Lahani. He's one of my favorite teachers that I've ever had. He, I, I had him for multiple semesters, and he always uh, knew how to push and pull the the good stuff out of me, and it was it was awesome. Marius, you're the best. Um, yeah, it was an amazing time. Uh, we made such. Good friendships with people um, you know people like Justin and everyone else that was there we would hang out and make art we had these art classes and Italian language classes and Italian art history and we would just spend all our time in the studios and out in the courtyards and looking out at the olive groves and the vineyards and the mountains of, of Italy and uh, every week on Wednesdays, we would go to a different city. So we'd go to like, um, Florence, Rome, um, Siena, Montepulciano, all these amazing places. And taste. We'd, we'd do these, like, we'd go into their church and look at, um, the frescoes on the walls and the paintings and talk about these amazing painters that we had learned about in art, art history. But now we were like looking at it and like feeling the space and uh it's so cool and then in the afternoon we'd go have lunch and drink wine and talk about art and philosophy and um i would definitely say that that experience is part of why i am who i am today as an artist and um probably part of the reason why this podcast exists like that was definitely a place where i cut my teeth spending hours and hours talking about philosophy and um and life and art and how it all inter intertwines and interacts. And it's really interesting getting outside of the United States. Um, and not just the U S but I'm sure wherever you're from getting out of the country that you're from, uh, that's where you're born. That's what you're accustomed to and climatized to. So like when you get out, then you can look at your own culture from the outside and it gives you, um, a whole new perspective on things. And that was what, one thing that was happening to us. Um, so, yeah, again, Justin's awesome. He has uh, developed himself into an amazing artist, human, uh, sort of social activist from his own little, little space in the world. And um, he's an art director and he's making moves. He's got a video game that you should check out. So, uh, yeah, I guess without further ado, Justin Coombs. Welcome everybody to the podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Gallegos. And with me is the one and only, the very special Justin Coombs. Justin, special. Yeah, very special. Thanks for being on the show with me today.
1: You bet. You bet. It's my uh it's my privilege.
0: (laughs) Now, uh, it's this is really cool. This is really fun because uh, you and I were roommates in Italy in our study abroad experience in 2004. And we've, uh, you know, we've stayed in touch through Facebook here and there, but we haven't actually spoken in a long time.
1: Yeah. It's a reunion for both of us.
0: (laughs) It is. Uh, So why don't we, why don't we start with um, just a little bit about who you are, where you're from, how you got to where you're at, what you do.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it's funny, too, because I'm from Colorado and you're also from Colorado, which is something just funny about our story, I suppose, in regards to art and that we both ended up at Colorado State University, a state college. Um, So I'm from Colorado. I grew up there, uh, you know, went to Colorado State for drawing. Uh, I didn't know what else to do. My older brother was doing graphic design there. So I figured, you know I was pretty good at art class in high school. I enjoyed sculpture a lot. I enjoyed drawing. I loved loved uh, sci-fi movies. Um, so I went to school studying graphic design because that's what my older brother kind of did. and uh, then I learned that you could take other classes as well. And so I got into drawing, uh, and I'm so glad I did. Uh-huh. Um, and that's where I actually met you. You know, what's was so great is it's almost like a Harry Potter uh, situation at Hogwarts where you're with that class through all four years as any school and you get to grow together. And I, it was just, I think, just a wonderful experience for all of us in our group, our little clique at that art department, that drawing under our, our wonderful Professor Marius Lehaney. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um so yeah it was it was really a great experience for college and that's where we you know that's where I learned a lot about art and I think that's where I really started to become an artist in that regard um and I'd always enjoyed doing these types of artistic endeavors drawing clay um model painting I loved making stop motion films that was always kind of there that playfulness that interest um in my head and so i just i just followed that because it was easy but also because that was something i wanted to do that was something that really grabbed my interest so i pursued it and i chose it and i said um you know and it, and i'm so glad i did i don't know what we obviously wouldn't be here if i would have chose accounting so <laughs> art art found us
0: yeah it did
1: and uh and it's funny i
0: mean like you say that if, for one it was easy but I mean a lot of people wouldn't necessarily say that art is easy and it's like it's one of those things where when you love to do it I feel like it it has this ease to it um you know and then when yeah. you do it more it feel like you get more into it that's one really cool thing about like art school in general I feel like is you are pushed and challenged in different ways but it's like you're making art like how it's just awesome
1: (laughs) it's absolutely true and i think it's such a misnomer that gets passed around that art is just innately easy i'm sure it is for some and different activities are you know easy to get into for others but it's very hard most of the time and it's and it can be so intimidating that your art looks like shit beforehand and then you slowly build on that but it's such a fun activity to learn. And it's it's something that I think is so rewarding. And you're right, it, it makes it so much easier for people to do it if they're interested in it already. I couldn't imagine uh, uh, not being good at art and just having to get into it or or maybe even being good at art, but not liking it. That would even be almost like a parent telling you to follow piano right. <laughs> because you're talented. But that was not the case for me. I I fell into it because my older brother did it, met some great people along the way. And then, yeah, fast forward, I've continued to pursue it in different ways. I think, I think over your life, you hopefully carry this artistic spirit with you if you're an artist of any sort and you are gonna have ups and downs and intense periods and, and dry spells and frustrations and, and, and successes and failures. It's such a journey. in in a certain regard, and I love that aspect of it, that you've got this skill set in your pocket that's almost a magical art. (laughs) Uh, No, not in the literal sense, but you can almost pull it out and wield it to people, or in certain situations, even in a professional life or a non-professional life, in your personal life, you can even wield art sometimes, oddly enough. And it just is this force that's, you've pursued your whole life, this skill set, and, and then it becomes a philosophy and then it becomes maybe a trade or a hobby or an, or a passion. And that, that to me is what's so exciting about it, the arts in general. And that's why like anytime we get an opportunity to delve into art, it's such a wonderful topic to take a step back from as being an artist yourself, perhaps of any level and take a look at it and really just be in awe of this whole process of becoming, quote unquote, an artist
0: yeah and like the processes that you learn in quote-unquote becoming an artist i feel like they're very like self-actualizing there's a like the the act of critique like yeah you get tested in other fields but there isn't the element of people like looking at what you have pulled out of your heart and soul you put on a wall and then they all sit there and try to find things that they don't like about it or that don't work for them about it And you, it's like watching your baby get like tomatoes thrown at it. And, but that, that is so crucial because, like, part of being an artist is that you make art that goes out to everyone. So it's going to get a lot more harsh than that at times. And you, and you need to be ready. And, and so it's like life training. Like, that's,
1: yeah, it's a microcosm for life. Yes. It's not an easy path. And you, it really takes in every, I think, um, you know, famous musicians even say um, that they get nervous before they go on stage to, the, you know, I'm sure Michael Jackson was nervous uh, or Madonna bad, ex- <laughs> a controversial example with <laughs> Michael Jackson. But, you know, these big artists, no matter how what your scale, I'm sure they get nervous. And so, um, you know, anywhere from your first lesson, you can have nervousness. And I don't think that ever goes away. No. There's that there's that public facing aspect of some art that is so interesting. And I think that's a real important part of it is like when you finally get comfortable that you're almost building towards that moment of exposure that it's ready, your preparations and your, your, your heart and sweat have been put into this thing and you show it and then you hope for the best and you, you learn. And it's a two way street, you, you give and take, you learn about your art that you've presented to this group and then you also internalize what they have to say about it, hopefully, or maybe you don't internalize it and you just brush it off, which is equally valid. And that's, that's the journey. I think that's a, uh, a funny part about a lot of art is um, that you have to eventually come to terms that you want to show this to people because you're trying to, you should be proud of it. And then, and then whatever else is, is interesting you in this pursuit that you're doing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's, uh, it's, <clears throat> it's just such an expression of yourself and who you are and everything. And, um, and then it takes on this other life once it's out in the world. You know, I hear people talk about that with like kids, you know, that they had something to do with it. But then the kid goes off and like becomes this whole other thing. And you as the artist, you don't have control over how someone else ref- like interacts with your work. And there's all these moments that people are going to have with it that you'll never know about, which is no really wild. Like, so, I think so. You know, a musician puts out an album and it's like when they're dead, more like people are still listening to it and having these like breakthrough moments in their lives.
1: Yeah. What a real, you know, uh, you just want to put a ripple in the pond and participate in it while you're alive. I would hope that art rewards you while you're around to experience it. Is a human? I think that's an important. I, you know, there's no more heartbreaking story than Vincent Van Gogh. Uh, yeah. You know, having a life of tribulations of of depression, severe depression, and you know, art is clearly a gigantic outlet for this person. And you just see so much of himself thrown into his work, and yet you can always feel that negativity under it all. That that real tension and chaos and darkness. And so I I think it's a great point that, you know, art is this extension of yourself and it's an extension of your mental state and you're gonna have ups and downs. But at the end of the day, it's, it's it's a wonderful expression of yourself and it's a wonderful expression of humanity innately. And it's just such a cool way to explore things and way to make statements about things and also just question the very philosophy of life it, it you know it gets such a deep place art has so many great places to take you that it's such a wonderful uh tree to keep picking from <laughs> Keep getting those apples
0: <laughs> yeah oh man sometimes they're a little sour but a lot of times they taste really good <laughs>
1: yeah i think most of it is sour it's, a, it's such a it's such a good thing to fail at art i think at times i think it's like And it's also so funny because you can always be your harshest critic and we've all been there where you make something and then you're so harsh. And then by the time you look at it, maybe the next day or the next week or the next year, you love it. Yep. And you think to yourself, why was I so damn hard on myself? Yep. And then quite the opposite happens as well. When you see old work that you were once so proud of and you've come so far, or you've changed so much (laughs) that you're looking back at it and almost embarrassed. You're like, oh God, how did I do that? or think that was so great.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. And that's but that's a yeah. great sign. It means that you have continued on and
1: developed more. I think so. I mean, what what it fascinates me um and I'm so glad that we're getting to talk about art and I'm, you know, I know that you've always had that personal interest in the the art is an is is a theory. You know, art is a philosophy in your life and that's why obviously this podcast is probably going on is obviously on some level you've always had this interest in art is something obviously much bigger. It's a way to like, look at the world perhaps. And it's a way to motivate yourself to do these things that you feel you need to do. Um, but it's also a way to enjoy the world. It's a way to explore the world and see so many cool things and get to see, meet great people and, and have a great time on this, you know, journey. But it, yeah, it's such a great, uh, thing to have as a as a friend um to like kind of see the world through or experience it with yeah
0: i i often talk about it as a lens Um, yeah you know and like like traveling when you if you just travel places and you're not interested in art at all then you miss out on so much of the culture and I mean especially in places that are i mean everywhere in the world is steeped in art history of their local art history um and so it's just such a a cool way of understanding and interpreting and um and then looking at history like other people that learn about history they learn about it from you know standout like wars and revolutions and things like that and art you you do also Yeah. yeah you do also with art but you get to see like what the artist representative like the French revolution and what these people thought about, you know, the Nazi party and this and that. And like, it's, um, it's like, it's like a third party way of looking at everything. So it's almost, I feel like it, it gives you that much more added context for yeah. understanding what is happening.
1: Absolutely. And I, and it's such a funny thing because it's a language there that's a universal language. It's really funny because you can, once you understand that art from that standpoint, that art is a historical record or a uh, a snapshot of what that man or woman was thinking when they put that brush to that pencil or chiseled that, uh, put the brush to that canvas or put that chisel to whatever, you, you get to see a lot of big philosophical innate, innateness imbued into that object that they've done and it's such a cool way to see history. And so, you know, it's almost like a a a, a hidden language to those that don't know it. They're going to walk by a column and say, look at that Roman column. And they're just going to say Roman because it probably is Roman. But mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's funny because you as an artist who's gone through those boring art history courses, but then eventually hopefully come full circle and really and become so aware of it. That it's no longer just this simple idea that you really embrace it and you've learned to really cultivate this artistic historical side of yourself that you you now become a witness of such an amazing world out there while you are exploring it. Yeah. It's so cool to it's so cool to be able to look at art and start to understand the language that it's speaking universally, and you develop that palette to taste it and you start becoming so much better at um, interpreting historical things, interpreting modern things, contemporary things that you, you, you get to, you, you just get to appreciate it so much more and you get to learn about it on such a different level than one would get from just taking it such a nonfiction course and like a history course or a, a, a movie, a non, a documentary movie, which are totally valid and always will have its own place, but art's such a more deep and in intellectual and psychological place to experience the world through that lens.
0: Totally agree. Yeah. And uh, have you, have you ever listened to the podcast 99% invisible? I have not. Dude, that's a good one. It's um, the concept is that everything that we see and interact with in the entire world, it has been designed that way. By some sort of an engineer artist combination, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and so it really it takes a deeper look at all these different things, like the pockets on your jeans. You know, like those yeah. came, like that design came somewhere. So it's, uh, it'd be right up your alley on that one.
1: Yeah, it's like a it is funny like that. I love um shows and books that take this almost happenstance, rude Goldberg esque view of how things came to be because that's an absolutely accurate depiction of this feeling that you get when you start to read about the, the origin of something that you get this, uh this ramshackling of like this person did this and this other person killed this other person and this guy married this. And then they became this inventor and that culminated in the Levi gene. And <laughs> it, it is a, But yeah. And it's, it, it is such a fun history lesson to kind of dive through and, and get to enjoy the world through. And, and also just, you know, understand much more about it and take a such a deeper look at art and in humanity itself.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay. So we, we didn't get to, there's, there's two things that I want to talk about right off the bat. One, we didn't get to what you do for a living now. And then the other thing is I want to talk, talk about the Italy experience. So maybe what do you want to dive into first?
1: Let, I'll just catch up on where I am. Perfect. So then we'll even, when we're deep diving in Italy, we can see how far we've fallen from the tree. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, after Italy, I, I went, um, I, we, I luckily graduated. I know you graduated. Fantastic. We And then after that, I kind of, I actually studied in Japan. I lived there and, and taught English and did some great art there. Uh, if I do say so myself ha! and, uh, <laughs> learned a lot, just learned so much. And then I went back to Italy, um, after that. And I was a dishwasher resident administrator back at Santa Chiara for four more months. Wow. Uh, you know, and it was, it was really fun to see, see it, you know, four years after I had been there originally as a student. Um, it was cool to see it again. That was a real, uh, wonderful experience. Oh my God, it was yeah. Totally different but also so wonderful. But, and, and after that, I, I, um, I I graduated with a degree in graphic design and drawing. And so I pursued graphic design. It was a good industry to get into at the time. Um, I worked in oil and gas a little bit too. It was funny. Just kind of did a couple jobs after college as one does. Um, and then when I finally found my footing, I landed in advertising and, you know, the whole time I had been, um, Doing art of various types i i i after college, I had fallen into illustration a lot, and so I started doing comic books and and a little bit more graphical type art. I did a lot of um, computer art I got into like animation and two d traditional two d animation, but uh, implementing it with the Wacom tablets and whatnot and and kind of uh, making cartoons and doing doing two minute shorts um, doing four minute shorts, doing different commercials um and so actually so it all kind of led to this road down advertising and and that luckily enough has been what I've been doing for the last you know 14 years or whatever and um it's been a really nice uh avenue to culminate this art you know art's still relevant in lots of ways and I'm an art director in in advertising I've worked in for a lot of big agencies and I just kind of jump around I was freelance for 10 years and Saw a lot of these great mad men companies, Yada yada, and uh, did some great ad work but uh, amongst that i 've always pursued digital art um, drawing i've uh, and still have a passion for animation and and that all kind of led to me uh, looking into video games i 'd always had a passion for video games, I was making digital advertising, and I just started discovering that it 's not as hard to get to the production level. That when we you and I were growing up Taylor, it was much harder to like produce a cartoon or produce a music video, perhaps maybe maybe that was just something we told ourselves, but definitely the technology <laughs> had always interested me so it it made it so um, I could you know pursue video games potentially, and so I, I got into that kind of world um, of independent video game development with my brother, and we we launched a mobile game called Star Command. We did a Kickstarter for it and then we did another Kickstarter for it. They, they went great and we made this mobile game and it, and it got, you know, editor's choice of, for May and in 2013. And we, it was really fun to make this thing uh, that we'd always wanted to do my brother and I and, and put this game out and, and have it do it do really well. And so we, then we kind of buckled down and doubled down and we've been working on a sequel for seven years i've been working it, it's been a real up and down development cycle for this game but <laughs> it's it's really that's that's how i've kept art alive in my life i've done you know i've done lots of art direction and advertising i do banner ads and tv ads and websites and then i also do video games and still do 2d animation and even a little bit of drawing and painting and sketchbooking mm. the entire time so that's my that's my short short uh, story of my long life <laughs> love it perfect
0: um nice so then like back to italy now yes you mentioned marius Lehene, who was uh he was our professor he took the whole trip there was 13 of us I'm just laying this out for all the listeners there was 13 of us from colorado state students from texas a&m kansas and then costa rica and we were all at this study center and marius was just such a legend in my mind like he was just wrangling these 13 like funky weird (laughs) goofy artist kids through europe and italy and um i mean i i absolutely loved my experience why don't you and one thing that i really loved, which leads into this conversation is like how many nights how many fucking nights do we have staying up till who knows when drinking a bunch of local italian wine talking philosophy diving into like what it all means and how it all works like that yeah. was so awesome
1: yeah i think we had as anybody has a you just have a. you don't have those barriers when you're so excited about being young and being in these new places that you know it has nothing really nothing to do with being young but obviously that helps because you're a little more naive and you're so much more open to these new ideas that there's no barrier there to prevent you from really kind of having having a real deep conversation late at night or really taking a full breath and enjoying yourself and and getting lost in it and it was i think um that was that was a funny part about um, our experience in Italy is this, this this amalgamation of students from across the world. And, it, you know, Costa Ricans and Coloradans, you know, we, we got real close, real quick. And then some of these Kansas State and Texas State people were coming from very different backgrounds. And so sometimes you would get some of that conservatism and they'd be, they weren't all art students. They were architecture or history students. So we were in our element doing our art thing, our Renaissance art history experience and learning and participating in that art with Marius Laney, our professor and Paolo, but, you know, doing his thing and, and just all these wonderful people that we'd met in this group of 13. I I think that was the number because we got so close to each other at the time that it was a, it was just a nice little commune like experience, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) It
0: it totally was. And, I was actually I was telling my fiance about you and about um, the just our experience. And we actually lived at one point like four years ago in this like group house where there was like eight of us in the house. It was a big place. And we just like uh, it was kind of communal living like there was one kitchen and then everyone had their rooms. And I was telling her that like our experience in Italy was really that first time where I went through that where. You know, as humans, like we were working together in our art hi- Italian art history classes, our Italian language classes, our art classes, our, you know, we were hanging out, drinking together. We were eating together every single meal. We were like,
1: we, yes,
0: it got real. It got very, it got we, real we real. It got, through our ups and
1: downs. We weren't just students at that point. We were real friends and we just became, all of us became such a close, tight knit, group it was really um perfect in a lot of ways you know it was we were lucky that everyone seemed to get along really well and we we just gelled a lot of that again has to be with being young and being like a little energetic and 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 being in Italy so you don't take any of these characters too too serious because I do remember that after Italy some of the people weren't so as close of friends and it's not it's not anything wrong or anything went wrong it was more just that when you're in that moment and you're in such tight proximity to each other and you're in the same schedule and you're learning the same things in the same classes, there's just something so wonderful that happens with the dynamic of the group where everybody starts to play their role and you start to act and move as a unit. Just, just inevitably, it's kind of funny like that. Yeah. Yeah. Characters, um. man. Just characters all around. <laughs> totally. Barb Folkerts. you know, all these people. these yeah. people.
0: Oh, one person I've hung out with a lot, um, is Trafton Foster. He is one of the best. <laughs> he is Trafton, you are a fucking character, my friend. You are a champion.
1: <laughs> I I funnily enough, I have I've kept up with most people a little bit here and there. And and just Trafton is just a wonderful he's such an off the wall different type of uh cut from a different cloth. He's such a refreshing personality and he yeah. was a great person to have around, man. Yeah, and his appreciation of all things Wu Tang Clan were very impressive.
0: Oh, dude, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's unique, ahead of his time. (laughs) Um, Time may never catch up. No, he's in a time capsule. Um, What? Why don't you talk a little bit about your like your personal journey there and like your personal experience with it all?
1: Yeah, you know, I think um, there's like kind of two two different. Narratives. There's me personally, where I was, you know, my first time being outside of the country, and 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 my first time being in Italy, and and experiencing all these great, you know, European things like trains and wine and drinking, and and um, and a different form of drinking, a much higher form of drinking over there um, right. than than Colorado State University drinking. Explain <laughs> that for a second, because
0: people might not quite get that.
1: Yeah, I think like you know. I do think that art students may not have the most typical college experience, but that's not always the case. I think a lot, you know, you and I are kind of uh, perhaps uh, salt of the earth more than your typical art student. And I think we got along with a lot of, you know, non-art people and went to frat parties and, and not really frat parties, but probably a couple of frat parties. Yeah. Whereas, you know, in, in those great college parties, what I mean, just wonderful. Colorado State has a great, great uh, scene. Fort Collins is a wonderful place. Yeah. Um, But when you go to Italy and you go to Europe and you start to see that these people have been drinking wine for 2000 years or 4000 years and they they invented it and they've had that bar across the street that serves that wine for 400 years or 600 years. And you have um, it is a central part. You know, you're amongst those vineyards, even at times. um, And you just can't help but start to be amazed and blown away and educated and you learn this new form of life, right? You you get to Italy and you really start to see that America has this one way of doing things and that you now need to kind of shift gears entirely or go into a whole different frame of reference in mind to understand why people are doing the things they're doing around you in Italy. And some of those things are done with such class that you just, you are almost agape at like how how crude you have been since since that but at the same point on the other side of the co- token anybody who's traveled to Europe understands there's also it's a two-way street and there's some peculiarities about the culture such as timeliness being on time or 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 taking uh being timely and rushing things is what we're so obsessed with in America that you really do have to reset foundational elements of yourself to enjoy italy to the fullest
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i I mean the drinking thing it's interesting like uh in like you said in the u.s it's it's a different mindset especially in college it's like drink a lot of beer and get sort of rowdy and belligerent and um, right and it's it's just sort of like a dumbing effect it's like a numbing whereas i felt like the, the drinking of wine and we and we did it all the time we had wine with like lunch and dinner, and then on into the night. But it was, it's like, it just feels different. It feels like you check, yeah. you like zoom in, you check in more rather than like checking out and getting funky and wild. Yeah,
1: that's a, that's a really, I think that's a wonderful way of looking at it. It's, it's such a, and it, and it, it just starts there. Obviously, there's so many, that's where it usually begins for a lot of people, because I think it's like you start to, um, really unle- uh, unlock and and let loose and and have a good time and that's that's just awesome and and that's the beginning of the beginning and then you slowly uh, take off these guards or shields and you absorb these new things and all of a sudden you become this uh, continental person <laughs> yeah but you really do take I love that idea and I think that's something personally and anybody who has ever traveled and even and amongst states or amongst cities, you just get this, this, this luggage that you start putting things into and maybe you take some old things out and replace them with something new and you're going along. Cause you've been so changed by this experience that by the time you come out on the other side of it, you're neither what you were before, nor, you know, you're, a, you're an all new person. It's, yeah. it's, it's funny like that. Yeah. What a change we went through, you know? after after just 4 months that that was enough to really change our lives immensely
0: oh yeah definitely whole new person whole new perspective profoundly I, I think that trip actually was the the defining moment for me when i was like okay i i'm going to be an artist like this is what do you, this is it what
1: do you think was the part of that trip where that kind of became clear to you or was it after the trip or what what part of that do you think that trip that made it that way what do you think was so special about it
0: uh i think it was probably two parts one was the seeing and the feeling uh and being in the space with all these masterpieces everywhere and just being like feeling so much inspiration and uh and then also making like having those art classes that we were taking and i was i was just like all I wanted to do was be in the studio and make art on the weekends. A lot of the other students, people would leave and travel around that. and whatnot. Yep. And all of, like most of us just wanted to be in the studio and just rock out. And, um, and so that it was just like, it was just the immersion, the full immersion and, uh, and connecting so much with it all.
1: Yeah. I think that's a good way of like, kind of looking at a healthy art, habit is really getting into it fully appreciating it and like uh becoming whatever it it's going to make you become you have to really you know get into that art experience the world through that art and really get into it and then enjoy all the fruits of the labor that happen to be i think that's such an important part um about what we kind of experienced in italy and so many people experience when they're in a real transformative experience is that you you just go full force, full force into it, and you learn so much while you're practicing this art and creating this art, and you also live it. You're you're in that moment. You're in it in between the 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 art. You're you're hopefully doing something that's that's feeding that and and reinvigorating your interest and your your decision making. And then you get and it was such a cool time to have such a hands on focused. Um, experience that is that intense um uh, studio environment that that's so important It's so it's so great to be able to take three hour classes or five hours to really get into one thing you know yeah yeah it was a, does that
0: it was a great setup yes yeah man um okay now what I one thing that I really love about interacting with you online is your um, your perspectives on everything, and I've I always have, and we, we agree on a lot of things. So I am biased. Um, but, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> but that's great uh, to hear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Um, but like, let's talk about contemporary art. Like, I feel like you're a perfect yeah. person to talk to about this because, um, you know, you're in New York City you you're in the art world like what what do you think about the contemporary art world who who is is there anyone that's like interesting you and and like what what type of what's going on what do you think is happening
1: i think um it's it's hard to to quantify i thought i thought this is a this is such an apt topic these days to have because you know new york's a wonderful place and i think the the i've gone to your galleries i've been i've done your new york city tourist thing. Um, I've lived here for eight years now, um, on and off. I've come I've come back to Colorado a few times to Denver, which is such a cool scene. I love, I go back to Denver to visit my family, but I also, when I was freelancing, I'd have these gaps. So I'd get to fly back to Colorado and just hang out for a week or two. And I really did see, was almost a footnote, but I did see Denver become this scene. Denver's such a cool city. And I was so, so happy about that. Like Denver art scene is really blown up. Yeah. So, now I'm in the New York art scene, it's it's really cool to see how big it is and how, how fluidic it really is, art can be in general. And um, so contemporary art for me is like kind of this real mishmash of um, the digital has really changed the nature of it. I think um, the digital aspect of it has become a very strong, um, almost – change. It's a, it's a fundamental addition or new direction. And it's becoming even bigger every day exponentially that we now experience art through the digital methods. We experience art through reproductions, through our digital screens, but we also are making art and we're thinking of the world through digital world. And, and, we, and we spend so much of our waking time in this digital world that it is changing the nature of art itself. Um, one aspect of it I find particularly interesting is that um, you, you don't need to buy canvas per se anymore. You, we're almost in a post-scarcity um, type of world. If there's a lots of, lots of uh, un, an unlimited palette to make on your computer screen, or perhaps um, anybody can come and see a wonderful piece of art. You don't have to tra- travel across the world to go see a work you can just load it up on your screen. Obviously that's nothing new, but that's such a fundamental part of the modern art question is like, what parts of this world that we live in are changing the very nature of how we're looking at art itself and what the heck are we left with after we have computers that can make uh, the Mona Lisa purple in a in a hyper second, you know, it's really mm-hmm. kind of that overwhelmingness that that's really exciting. And I think that's why, uh, you know, it's a, it's such a wide open question, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting. I love the, I love the vibes of New York. I love the vibes of um, contemporary art and it's, and it's questioning nature. Um, and, you know, there's just such a multitude to go. It's, it's any direction. Um, it's so, it's so cool. And and it's a good, I like, I like the part that you brought up that we, we do participate online politically. I think Taylor is maybe what you're alluding to uh, amongst, yep. you know, Great senses of humor,
0: yes, of course. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> but what a what a time to be alive, you know. I I think um, for me and is art is really this way of experiencing the world, and it's really added to it. And I I work in art in terms of art direction for advertising, so that's really fun mm-hmm. to like see art as a medium to which you can you know convince people to buy a, a new iPhone or whatever it might be. And then there's also just art. My my really good friend Jonathan Barley is in a, bl- a band called Plates of Cake, and they're a you know an indie rock band here in New York. They're very good. They're very talented, and they've they've done tours and they've done shows. And I've been to so many other shows because he's my best friend, but also because they're they're just an amazing band. But getting to witness that a culture of art and, and art making through music and that underground indie scene and dive bars is such a such a dope way to spend my days and nights that that to me has been just the highlight of my experience in New York is really the underground indie music scene in New York is just out of control but
0: yeah and i like the that you say it's a it's a dope way to spend your days because
1: mm.
0: you know we can we can choose to live our lives in whatever way we want going wherever we go doing whatever we do and we really i mean we're not in control of everything but we definitely have choices uh available to us and it's like what what do you want the
1: flavor of your life to be right and um who do you want to be yeah who who, what character do you want to play
0: yeah yeah and and the art scene it's really cool too like you, you know your best friend is a musician and um like i've got this band from colorado that i've cruised with for years and i just love them and yeah they're so awesome and like they have a, they create a scene and i fit very really well in yeah. there with it and like musicians artists poets writers there's like all like creatives in general just have this like sort of different <laughs> different yeah, way about it's a, them.
1: and it's a it's a counter it's a counterculture that you know i was thinking about this to to try to decode it and it's and it's a it's a philosophy and it's a psychology art itself right it's almost a it's a repudiation of the norm at times it's a very distinct way of going about things at times but uh it's true that it you should live it you know you should really get into that art world and the art culture and and talk to people about expressing things through art and becoming and creating it's so important to to add that fat to life, that grease and that fun, yeah. that I just I I feel I feel bad for people who don't go further or or to take the time to like challenge themselves to like open up and and experience art and poetry and bad music and good music and and all any form graffiti, um, cooking a new recipe. It's just just it's such an important part of life that I'm, that's why, um, I think we, I get a little riled up sometimes online, maybe politically is because I'm so driven by the, the, the art, the art lifestyle that it leads. It's like, you know, question those norms, break down those, those standards, those walls and, and really, you know, fuck it, just live life and embrace it and, and question things and, and push and make cool things before you die. And, you know, very, very, uh important to do those things
0: yeah exactly like you as far as we know we only live once so true like, do it live yeah like try things. go go see things <laughs> yeah what did he say
1: he said shia Buffs." uh there's a great clip where he says just fucking do it you fucking know do- oh he yeah, really, yeah he really is yelling at it and it it's such a it's like everyone laughs at that and it is an old clip but it is funny because it's so true i think we, we're we're our worst enemies. We've all been there where we just don't feel like making art or you don't feel like going to that show of your friends or you don't feel like uh, participating in that podcast. No, just <laughs> <laughs> But it's just, it's good to, we all have to keep ourselves in check and really participate. <laughs> and it's, you know, a nice segue here, but it is about this COVID life. You know, this this new thing that's out here, you know, it, it, it reminds us of all those things that we're, we're we don't have anymore that are arts based, and how important those things can be to really add a little bit of, of viv to life, je, je ne sais quoi. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, exactly. I mean, people around here, like people are hanging out at the parks like never before. They're like out walking and like walking dogs. It's like dogs their first
1: and... sip of beer or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> like holy else? shit!
0: And it's yeah. uh, it's interesting that we, you know. We, We had to have it all taken away from us, um, to have that realization, but sometimes that's how it works. And there's a lot of crazy chaos and scariness and all these different things that are bad that are happening through all this. But
1: then there's also a lot of like beauty. I'm an optimist. I, I think, um, our, hopefully is that for a lot of people as well. Um, where you, you, take the world for what it is, hopefully, maybe you can put a gloss of paint on it to make it even better in your own head or you ignore some things to get through it or whatever you're doing um but you're experiencing this world as it is and art should be a at least an opportunity to like take a break or at least um visualize what you're feeling and what you're what you're experiencing about all these things going on around us and you that's your chance to personally reflect and then Go on whatever journey you're gonna go in that into into your art, whether it be a simple doodle on the board, that <laughs> you're not obviously asking any of these bigger questions about yourself, but you are, you know, reflecting upon yourself. Whenever you create art, you're reflecting upon the world and you're analyzing it. And that's such a healthy thing to do in my mind. And that that to me is what creating um drawings and paintings and doing video games has been is really for me personally an outlet but also a way to digest what the fuck the world is this moment in time (laughs) what can i do to either escape it or talk about it or whatever well and uh like what
0: you were saying earlier about the like art the way of life as an artist is different than sort of the way of life as a mainstream in the mainstream i feel like in mainstream society and culture, I mean, even when you look out at it, the macro, it's and it, zoom out, it's it's capitalistic. It's like things need to be done to get this done, to make that happen, to bring in the money. Yeah. Or very, know, it's like it's it's linear, it's type A. Whereas when you're making art yeah. Yes, exactly. When you're making art, you sort of you disconnect from that, and I feel like spending time in that space or that bubble that you create when you make art where there isn't a need for you to make a sale or earn a dollar or whatever um it's like that is just so good for us and like even just talking about it makes my body relax
1: yeah it's like uh it's a you're right it's it's not it's not a safe place always but it's a safe place to go but it's also a it's such a healthy sense of mind to be in it's such a healthy way to express yourself and get through things but also to just have a good time and entertain yourself and and loosen up and then also appreciate everything that we have in this short life and this this reality you know it's fun to to go deep and deep dive because you know Another part of contemporary art is just that what we know contemporarily is so much different and so much more voluminous than even someone knew fifty or a hundred years ago. You know this exponential awareness and change in our reality in our learning of so many things we know the age of the universe we know the weight of different molecules we 've discovered the higgs boson, and we've we're continuing to push semiconductors so that they can chat back to us and tell us what the weather is things have changed so much that art is also changing and like you know it's it's such a great topic to 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 get at and and keep try to like pin down for a moment because like everything else in this world it is also moving it's also changing so rapidly and you can't even hope to keep up with it but you can hope to like enjoy it more than ever before and and just keep riding the wave, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. That was a great
0: segue to the big question. Now,
1: the, the question
0: is, what's your definition of art?
1: Yeah. And I actually wrote my current definition of art down. Um, I wrote, art is adding elements of a deeper humanity to an otherwise innate utility and so it's a so art is an added element of deeper humanity to an otherwise innate utility and Mm. it's kind of like the idea that something is going to be a fence and it's going to keep animals out on that side or weird neighbors out over there. And then this side is my yard. So fence is a delineation, but when you add a little art to it, you're going to choose it to be a red, a red fence or most likely a white fence. Cause you're just trying to stay conservative and you want to have your keeping up with the Joneses type mentality, but it, that nature of itself, that, that fence post that you painted or that, that cake that you decorated. It's funny because what you're doing is, It becomes art when you've made it not just a fence, not just a cake, it's something else. There's a little bit more, it's now your fence. And it's an expression of your idea of fence and home and space and surface. And you start to really get at the underlying principles of humanity and the underlying uh, psychology of things when you start to look at them through an artistic lens. So, you know, we've all seen a, a car, but you've also seen a Ferrari. And a Ferrari is different from a car, not just because it's a V12 and it's red, but because there's something in those lines of that frame and the tires and the sound and in the nature of all of it, that it's a different idea of a car than a Geo Metro. Or, or a, a, a Toyota <laughs> Yaris. It's just a very different mentality, and and you could argue which one's better. But that art aspect of it, to me, is that that uh, humanity.
0: Ooh,
1: <laughs> I like it. I, I'm giving that one a real nice grade on this.
0: That's because
1: uh, you know it, it, you we live. I do think that like you have to obviously limit where art is and what art isn't and what isn't. So. It is fun to to talk about what is and what isn't art, and you know art 's a privilege on a certain regard i think I think at a certain point during these times of covid you 're stuck at home and you can 't go out into the wild you can 't go into the cafes to see something on the wall, or you 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 don 't get to have that connection with people and that that discourse on the same level that you did that you do get to these like trying times where life feels as if it 's a bit of a a, a groundhog's day and you 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 get in this rhythm that you really need the, the the tv shows to save you you need the music you need the art to really escape this this cyclical it's not a sad thing it's a wonderful place to be the year 2020 on one hand you know we we live in you know it, it's tough for a lot of people that's not to say that it's, it's a wonderful place this is no disneyland but for a lot of us you know the 20th century modern living is such a wonderful thing we've we no longer have to worry about polio, but we do have to worry about COVID. But my point being, we are in different times and, and it is it is kind of crazy historically. But at the same point, we have a lot to be happy about. And art itself is kind of one of those things that you really miss when you don't have it. And But we'll Absolutely. get it back.
0: <laughs> well, and what you're saying, I mean art is like adding humanity to something it's like and then if you take the negative of that like what is what is a place and time or something you know i'm thinking about like nazi germany like that's devoid of humanity and really it's like there's no like the art is basically gone it's like concrete and steel and very cold It, it feels it doesn't it takes away the humanity and so in that way like art is i would say one of the most important things to like human beings uh, on a whole and it's funny because oftentimes people think of it as like the last thing that you really need what you need is you know um water maslow's yeah right yep and, and that's very important but it's like if you don't have humanity like what's the fucking point of any of
1: it i think i think that's really apt. And I think, um, you know, it, it is interesting when you see something as extreme as what happened with art under uh, the Third Reich or the Nazi Germany and how they hide all these wonderful paintings away and and, and, and they put up their horrible art, quote unquote, horrible. It's, it is an interesting idea. It, you You called it bad art and it is bad art, but it's also interesting in that in its own right, it's a propaganda, you know, for them, it was this very important to control the culture at the time. And you can see, you know, a lot of times in history where the artist is someone who's targeted for being an outsider, for being a challenger, for being the non upright citizen, quote unquote, Um, you know, art as a extension of struggle and an expression of struggle or, or, being being reprimanded or whatever your situation in light and then you get under one of these horrible regimes that want to scuff out and snuff out all these wonderful arts you know that the Taliban will blow up the Buddha's heads because they don't want any uh, forms of Muhammad being visual because they're so damn literal that they don't even know their own rules or you know Hitler draws these you know horrible these plans for these gigantic anti-human buildings, scales of oppression. You know, the I, I visited Berlin and I went to the Tempelhofer Platz. It's this one it's this giant, giant airfield. And they only finished a quarter of the building, this quarter of a ring. It's a gigantic ring around this great field. And it's so it's so totalitarian. You you walk up to this building and it's a fascist building. It's not scaled to the Renaissance principles. It's interesting, you know, they have the they have the square um pattern of renaissance windows. They have scales and proportions, but none of them are human. All of them are dehumanized. And so, you know, it's a it's an apt point that like, you know, art itself is always going to be this thing that you're making it, and you can make art for propaganda. You can make art for bad things. You can make bad, you know, Christian rock. No, I'm just joking. Um you can, but you, you know it it is funny that art can also be used as a tool of oppression or a tool of uniformity or the putting down of art or the putting down of expression can be key to to controlling people
0: yeah um yeah totally and now i want to ask you one more question i got we got like a minute and a half on this question uh if you were to give yourself advice uh like a 10 to 15-year-old you advice, what would that be? I think I have two things.
1: I think the first one is you can do really, 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 and they always say this, but it's actually true. You can do anything you want. Life is life is a marathon. It's not a sprint. You don't have to be good at being an astronaut. You just have to start with math and work your way up, and it's amazing what you can accomplish. So I would tell myself that, and I would tell that to everybody, and i tell myself that every day. You can continue to change You can continue to grow. And that's my second thing is I um, recently picked up Cinema 4D. It's a wonderful 3D program. I've been learning these different skills that maybe I did in another thing, the other thing, but you're learning something. And it's just those types of moments that you have to remind yourself you can keep learning. You know, it's a marathon. It's a sprint. It's not a sprint. You should enjoy, you know, the journey, but you can also pick up new trades and there's no rules. You can just switch it up learn something brand new and uh, you can always accomplish these things that you once thought impossible, or you can go down this whole new Avenue that you never even knew existed. Dude. Great.
0: (laughs) I feel like, I feel like you and I could talk for three hours and it would just like be, and it would go by. Your podcast would be
1: a failure. But ma'am, could we fill some, fill some time? (laughs) Just joking
0: be some be some joe yeah, rogan type right. stuff here um well this is the part where i acknowledge my guests and i want to just thank you for being on the podcast and you you're just such an electric human being and i feel like we've always just connected yeah. strongly and uh you know from the beginning from the first day in italy i was like you're awesome we're gonna have fun and oh, that's mutual um, yeah you're just you you're just a radiant yeah. human being and it's thank you so you bet uh, thanks and for being you real you.
1: quick it's i think it could say the same about yourself your 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 energy that you bring and your comfortingness and your energy and focus on the arts and your continued extrovert art for the masses mentality and your wonderful personalization and appreciation of arts that's totally infectious when anybody's around you is such a great character trait to have. And what I am so happy to have a giant grin, because after all these years, it feels like we're picking up exactly where we left off. And I'm really glad that uh, (laughs) all that's worked out and you continue to be such a great person who gets art into everybody's hands. Well,
0: thanks, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Why don't you tell people? Sure. I think, um,
1: I'm on Instagram as nizzlegoose. That's, you know, just me, N-I-Z-Z-L-E, Goose. But then you can also look at my game, Star Command. We have a new game, Star Command Galaxies, coming out. That's really a culmination of my video game endeavors, and I think that's a really expression of Justin Coombs in its full entirety. (laughs) Sweet,
0: sweet. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's it. You got you got 15 more seconds. No, right? I know, think so uh, everybody
1: who's listening, I think you should start something new and take those challenges and know that we're all in this together. We all have times that late at night that we want to start art, start art, keep doing it, keep it real, and keep your friends. Love
0: it. <laughs> little... <laughs> yeah, because one day podcast. they're going to want to do so a podcast.
1: All right, All right, Justin. Thanks for you being bet. on, man.
0: Cheers, bud. Cheers. All right, my friends. That was it. That was Justin Coombs. What, what a joy that was. Um, I mean, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm having a blast having these conversations. It's such a nice, uh, reason to connect, to reconnect with, with people uh, throughout my life. And yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I, I think everybody should do it. You should start a podcast and you should interview all the people that you think are awesome in your world. Um, trust me, it's, it's great. But yeah, Justin, he's, uh, he's got such a cool mind. Uh, that's one of my favorite things about him. He, he really breaks down issues and subjects in, um, a very clear way and also with a lot of like wonder and openness to possibilities it's it's really cool we've always had these amazing conversations um like we mentioned in italy just night after night eating just loads of pasta there was this one cook, like the head chef at this place in Sana Chiara, she was like this tiny little Italian woman didn't speak any English. She had a glass of red wine with her all the time and she made the most ridiculous food. She would make like, I mean she was feeding like probably over a hundred people at a time and uh, it was just, they would just bring out platters of Italian home cooking and it was amazing. But back to now um yeah justin reach out to him um throw any questions his way on instagram he is nizzle goose n-i-z-z-l-e goose Uh, yeah say what's up to him ask him art questions see what he thinks about the world um and you can find me at taylor g murals on instagram and facebook definitely reach out to me with anything you got um, any suggestions if you have anyone that you think uh, I should interview I would definitely be open to it I'd love to hear any suggestions so um, feel free to connect us and uh, yeah the main point of this again the intention of this podcast is to inspire to give creatives something to connect to to give you something to listen to while you work, like while you make your artwork. I love listening to podcasts when I paint. Um, I feel like it's, I feel so lucky because when you're a creative, you can listen to things often and, and then also create at the same time. And it's like a double whammy. So um, yeah, share this with all your creative friends. You know, those people that are hustling out there trying to make a, make a life or make a living or or just make art in general. Just like, share it out. Say what's up. See what they think of it. Um, I'm getting some positive reviews, and, and that's awesome. We're just keep this whole train rolling. I got a long-term vision of it. I got a five-year plan. It's going to be great. Um, but we're just at the start. We're in season one. This is episode 20. This is This is cool. This is coming together. So, anyway... I hope that you're doing well wherever you're at and that you are getting creative AF. Cheers.